cycle repeats itself over and over and over again. And if you stay in that cycle, it will produce for you. God's never going to take you out of it. Only you can take yourself out of that cycle, the cycle of seed time and harvest. You can take yourself out of it. If you're looking to store up things, store your bank account and like, okay, once I get to this point, then I can give more. Boom. You've taken yourself out of it. You've got to continually keep yourself in this cycle of sowing and reaping. Don't interrupt God through this process. Trust the process here. All you need to do to increase your harvest is increase your sowing. The King's Council helps you discover, develop, and deploy your God-given talents and abilities. In order to leave a legacy, you need to live your legacy of excellence through the five power pillars, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual, and financial. Now, our programs are specifically designed to give you the blueprint and strategies that you need to gain an edge in the most important areas of your life. Join us in creating the next wave of kingdom entrepreneurs and become the CEO of your life by visiting King's councilcoaching.com and connect with one of our team members today. High performers, business owners, CEOs, entrepreneurs, I am calling you out. March 25th and 26th, we are hosting the next Become the CEO of Your Life event in Kenosha, Wisconsin. These are high-performance two-day events. Really, more than an event, these things are a true experience. So if you're looking to level up your relationships, accelerate your business or your career, or maybe break through those barriers that have been holding you back, then this is a must-attend event. Text CEO to 727-472-3860 today for more information. Again, text CEO to 727-472-3860. We'll see you there. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Meek, and we're continuing in this concept, not even a concept, in this law, this principle of sowing and reaping. I love talking about this stuff, guys. I love just diving into the word and seeking out truth with these concepts, and then most importantly, testing them, right? Like actually putting these things into purpose. And so, We're going to continue on this for probably another couple episodes, but I want to make sure that we have a good understanding of what we've been talking about here. There's four kingdom money principles here. There's ownership. God owns everything. There's stewardship, and really money is a tool. There's worship, and we worship God with our tithe. It's an act of obedience, and then into kingship, which is really where we've been spending a good chunk of time here on understanding the power of sowing and reaping. We talked about the power of a seed last episode. We're going to dive into that more on this, but also just understand that additional laws within these principles of sowing and reaping. Number one, you always reap what you sow. That's a principle, a kingdom principle that you're going to always reap what you sow. Okay. Number two is you're always going to reap more than you sow. Just think about farming here. You plant a seed, you're going to get more than just one piece of fruit. Okay. You're going to reap what you sow. You're going to reap more than you sow. And then you're always going to reap in a different 
season. Okay, Galatians 6, 7 tells us this, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Okay, sowing precedes reaping. There's seed time and then there's harvest time. So seed time precedes harvest. Okay, these are simple truths that God has placed on this earth. Okay, those are governing laws on this earth. And as long as this planet exists, that law is going to stay in place. And we know that because in Genesis 8, 22, it says, while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, all day and night shall not cease. Okay. Seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer, winter, day and night shall not cease. So while this earth remains, we're going to experience day and night. We still experience that, right? We experience winter and summer. We experience hot and cold. Does day still follow night? I think so, right guys? So does summer still follow winter, right? Cold, heat, all of these still exist. So logically then, the same principle applies with seed time and harvest, okay? There's a time for seed time and there's a time for harvest. So how does this cycle work? How do we get into this cycle? Because we talked about this in the last few episodes of this is a cycle. This is a kingdom principle that works every single time. So how do we get into this cycle? How do we understand this actual cycle? Because when you ask God for seed, he's always going to give you enough just to start. And right now, if you think, I don't have much, that's all right. You've got something. You've got whatever you have in your hand right now. That's something, okay? It could be a penny. It could be the time that you have to sow into somebody else. That way you're going to gain more time to do something else, to be more productive, okay? So whatever you sow, you will reap. You have something right now that you can start this process with. What can you sow? And once you sow, God will multiply that in order to get you more seed, to get that back to you as a harvest of the seed that you initially planted. So then you've got a decision to make. Was this a one-time thing? Or are you going to plant more seed, which is going to ultimately grow, and it's going to produce even more seed for you to plant again? Okay, this is what we talked about before. So many times Christians will sow a seed and then they reap this harvest and then they eat all the extra seed and they stop the cycle. Okay, understand this is a cycle here. We can't be eating our seed. God's given us something that we can sow right now. Whatever that is, look around. You've got something. Is it your talents? Is it your giftings, your abilities? Sow that. And then as you reap your harvest, Take care of the need, but keep some back for additional seed. This is above and beyond the tithe. The tithe is the tithe. Okay, the tithe is what opens up the windows of heaven so God could pour out these blessings onto you. But if that window ain't opened up, okay, if you're just given every now and then, you go to church every now and then, and the offering plate comes by and you throw in a couple bucks, that ain't operating in these kingdom principles. I want to be so crystal clear on that. The tithe opens the door. The window is now open. Now we can step into this realm of like, how do I operate in this cycle of giving, of sowing, and of reaping, but continually sowing so you have a harvest. 
Okay, the cycle repeats itself over and over and over again. And if you stay in that cycle, it will produce for you. God's never going to take you out of it. Only you can take yourself out of that cycle, the cycle of seed time and harvest. You can take yourself out of it. If you're looking to store up things, store your bank account and like, okay, once I get to this point, then I can give more. Boom. You've taken yourself out of it. You've got to continually keep yourself in this cycle of sowing and reaping. Don't interrupt God through this process. Trust the process here. All you need to do to increase your harvest is increase your sowing. All you need to do to increase your harvest is to increase your sowing. And I want to be clear on this, guys. I'm certainly not teaching that we give to get, not what I'm referencing at all. If that's your heart, God's going to work on some other things with you. If you're giving to get, I don't believe that's the disposition of a heart that we need to have here. But we can give fully expecting. I believe this because I know that God gave his one and only son fully expecting the redemption of souls. Certainly he gave to get, but what we need to do is we need to give and fully expect God to take care of us because we're just entering this cycle. Okay, is our faith in our works, what we can do in our bank account? Is it in my 401k that I can save up just enough so I can retire? Or is the faith in actually God knowing that he's got you in the palm of his hand? He knows exactly what you need. He takes care of even the birds of the air, the fish of the sea. How much more is he going to take care of you? Now, this doesn't give us the pass, we'll call it, to simply run around and spend foolishly and lavishly and like, oh, God's just going to take care of me. Okay, no, he's given us this ability to operate. Number one, seek him, seek others, seek counsel with maybe where we're sowing our dollar because we want to sow into good soil. But we got to enter this cycle and we operate by this principle. We never have to worry about finances again. Okay, because you don't have to worry that if your boss is going to take care of you and your family because you're a sower, you control the harvest and God guarantees the harvest. Your source is not your boss. It's not your business. It's not how much you have to work to accomplish. Your source is God because you are a sower. You control the harvest and God guarantees that harvest. Okay, so don't miss out on the blessing. Get in this cycle here of seed time and harvest and allow God to use you. Use you as a vessel. If you're a sower, you've got God's guarantee of a harvest here. And I just want to lay out Maybe this visual illustration here of how incredible our God is. Just at the creation of earth, he put these laws into place for us to operate in. And even just how he created the beautiful structure and the order of when he said, let there be light, he cast his energy throughout all of creation. It was dark. It was formless. It was void. He created the atmosphere. He separated the heavens from the earth. And day three, then he pulled back the waters to create land, dry land, in order for grass to take root, for seed to actually take root. Then we needed the sun and the moon, right? We needed the day and night, the order to take place so grass could grow. And then he created birds of the air and the fish in the sea because they had something to eat. Okay, if he created the animals first, they wouldn't have anything to eat. Okay, and then he created 
some additional animals, and then he created us, right? Like how incredible, how incredible God is. And he's put these principles in place here for us to walk in the kingdom. When we say the, thy kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven, it means king and domain. When we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, Actually, I'm going to do a podcast on this topic as well, because I think so many people leave off in his righteousness of that verse, because it's like, we're seeking first the kingdom of God. That's only one component of it, but there's in his righteousness. Now, I'm not going to go on a tangent on this right now, but when we do that, God's rule and reign is on this earth, and then God created us in his image. Okay, He created us from the dirt, from the dust, but in his image. So we have rule and reign. We have authority on this earth. And we have to step into it. We can operate in this. And this is just how incredible he is. This illustration of the power of multiplication that God has given us the ability to do. It's God. He's our source that gives us the ability to do this. I'm just going to take a kernel of corn here and roll with me on this, guys, as I'm going to lay out this illustration for you and just show you the power, the incredible power, the incredible potential contained in just one seed. Okay, but it's potential. Because remember, a seed unplanted is wasted. I hate it when people are like, oh, the kid's got lots of potential. Who cares? There's potential in anything and everything. But if we don't actually implement it, we don't exercise that authority, then it's a complete waste. It can be said about a lot of things. But I'm using this as an example here of the power of a seed and just one seed. If you had one seed right now, one kernel of corn right now, You're never going to get full. You're never going to be satisfied from eating one kernel of corn, right? Maybe you could put a little salt and butter on it, something savory for the moment, but you're going to leave the table hungry. And this is an example of us eating our seed. Okay. We leave the table hungry. We're constantly chasing the next kernel. That's what I can get, what I can do, what I can accomplish. And God's just saying, no, 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 just operate in these principles. What would happen if you actually sowed that one kernel? Okay, that same kernel that you could have eaten, but you trusted. You trusted in God, in the power of this multiplication. And if you sowed that one kernel, and I did some digging on this here, took me a few Google searches to get some accurate numbers here, but the average kernel produces a stock of corn, okay, and one stock traditionally has two cobs of corn, okay, one stock of corn has two cobs that it produces. And each ear of that corn, on average, has about 800 kernels. That one seed can produce a stock that has two cobs, but then those two cobs each have 800 kernels. So that's like 1,600 kernels from one small kernel being planted in the ground. Think about that, guys. That's the power of multiplication. That's the God that we serve if we actually just operated in this. Now, we could just eat those two cobs, right? Those two ears of corn. We could eat that, probably be satisfied. We'd eat 1,600 kernels. It tastes great, probably satisfy our hunger for a few hours. But if we had this mentality, this understanding of a sower, if it was a lifestyle that we operated in, think about this, guys. If that one kernel could produce 1,600 kernels, And if I just took those 1,600 kernels and I replanted them again, okay, now maybe some of us need to eat. Maybe we need to shave off a few of those kernels to actually 
consume, to eat, but we actually had this mentality of a sower and we just started to continually sow. It's not just the tithe, right? Because first off, God owns everything. Money's a tool, remember? And now we're tithing, we're operating in that. And that other 90% that's left over, maybe we took another 10% of those kernels. Maybe we took 20%, 30%, 40%. And we slowly just started to increase this thing. I mean, that example of those 1,600 kernels, let's just, for illustration purposes, take this again. If we just replanted, if we re-sowed those 1,600 kernels into the ground, the two cobs that are going to be produced from one kernel, it's going to multiply into a harvest of 2.5 million kernels of corn, 2,560,000 kernels of corn to be exact. That's two and a half million kernels harvested from just one kernel by sowing it and then just doing it one more time. How incredible is this, guys? This is just such a simple law. It's so simple, but it might not be easy for us to trust. But I believe God's just asking you, do you trust what you have right now? Do you trust in that right now? Or are you going to trust me as the actual source and start to sow? So if you're feeling like, I don't have enough to get through this month, God, I don't know where it's coming from. You can look to worldly sources. Okay, you can just ask God, where can I sow? If I don't have enough to pay the bills, heck, maybe that seed you've got to now ask him and to sow into the kingdom here and see what God does. And once you enter this cycle, with that comes responsibility here, true responsibility. If you're just thinking you're going to be able to just come in and get some frosting when you want to, no, 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 no. This takes true responsibility here to operate in these kingdom principles. You're not going to be just out willy-nilly spending money here, right? Remember, God gives us according to our ability, and it's based upon our availability, the responsibility that we're willing to take on, and then that accountability, okay? You're going to be accountable for it at some point in your life. That's why it's so important to surround yourself with tribe, with somebody that can keep you accountable here so you can ultimately be accountable to God when that time comes. Again, guys, one kernel to produce 1,600. Those 1,600 now to produce 2.5 million kernels. That's when we've tapped in to the incredible power of sowing and reaping. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the King's Council Podcast. If you loved what you heard, give us a follow and a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. You can also watch this episode and much more on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash King's Council Coaching.